Welcome back to uh, part two um, of the podcast about aspiring stepdads. Uh, <laughs> we on part two. <laughs> Let me be your stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so speaking of, uh, let me be your stepdaddy. Um, there, there was a story in Buzzfeed, um, this week, uh, about the, there has been an influx of, um, straight women on grinder. Um, and a lot of these women are, wanting um threesomes with two men mm -hmm. uh and they are they are looking for uh bisexual men uh mm -hmm. to to be a part of that um <laughs> you no know, people be bisexual i mean yes you know, yes people, people uh be bisexual. You know, people be bisexual and no, I, you know I'm not one of them people, you know. No, no, I, I, no. I, I, um, strictly dickly, as it, as it were. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and while Grinder is does tout itself as you know the the hookup app for uh, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, I I don't know for straight women that's the place to go for that yes I, I i and i read an article how some are feeling that by more straight women women being on there that is going to bring straight men on there and it's going to create a a situation unsafe situations yeah. for people and i can see that happening big time well, and it's, you know, the, you know, hookup culture is, is not fantastic. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking it, mm -hmm. you know, do you, uh, I, I am too old and gas prices are too high, uh, for me to be doing all that. Um, but that was, that was college. <laughs> right i uh, my you know i don't i don't have stallion knees anymore I, I can't be doing all that freaky shit you're not gonna be doing uh, it like it's your birthday no more i can barely do it like it's my birthday on my birthday um <laughs> you know if i get out of out of bed without something creaking and popping and fucking dislocating i'll, I'll be good um, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> right you know, these days, my neck, my back is, you know, less about licking my crack and more about the pains that I have in the morning. Um, you know, but in general, the 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 anonymous hookup culture is incredibly unsafe. Um, you know, there there have been instances in the past couple of years yes. where like people have have gone to hookups and gotten murdered and like you know maybe maybe our next show needs to be we need, we need a show on this network um about uh you know real life hookup crime podcast yeah because I, I i just know that by the grace of god <laughs> right right I, because right. Uh, ugh, geez 
yeah, I have, I, I have put myself in some less than desirable situations. Oh, yeah. uh, thankfully I've gotten out of them. Yes. Um, but you know, it's, you know, there, there needs to be, and you know, there very well may be, uh-huh. um, and, you know, if there is, feel free to uh, correct me on this, uh, anybody who's listening. Uh, but, you know, a, and I think you said it when we were, when we were talking about this, there needs yeah. to be like a safe space, kind of, you know, the same kind of hookup app uh, for bisexual people. Exactly. Or people uh, that are sexually fluid, like that needs yeah. to be that space there for them. And, and also like straight men. Just because you're in the, if you're having a threesome with your with your girlfriend, spouse, whatever, and she wants another guy in there, just because the other guy's in the room does not mean you're gay, right? I mean, come on now, not not unless you the sight of that guy turns you on and you want to put your mouth on something of his, then that you know. But be more experimental you know yeah try try everything once try, try like you stuff. don't you don't you don't have to you don't have to do full anal no, like that's just, fine no but she, you know put your legs to the moon sometimes you know let let your wife eat the booty like groceries wash that shit first wash it but you know because y'all are notorious soap. for being dirty um with that good soap yeah you need to soak in the tub yeah absolutely um you know i just i i i think that there at at some point you know straight women while while yes they there are there are some that are very strong and true allies um to the lgbtqia two-spirit plus community Mm -hmm. um but there are others who feel entitled to you know take their bachelorette parties to gay bars and you know that's that's not an option that we have we don't have that option at all um And the thing is, is that, you know, straight women take their bachelorette parties to gay bars and they are welcomed with open arms and, and it's a safer experience for them too, as well, you know, because I've been to many, (laughs) but there's this protective zone that's, that's there. Like when you're there, you're protected unless you know, it's a mess going on and then they going outside afterwards and fighting while they driving and then they crash to another car and then they get off and start swinging. I saw a video on the TikTok. <laughs> and then the dude popped that trunk and they said, oh, he, he about to spray everybody. It was crazy. But, um, but you're right. We're not afforded that same, you know, liberty to go to those other spaces to be who we genuinely are. We're always having to kind of dim ourselves um because we don't we don't want that smoke we don't want no altercations we're, we're tired of fighting we're, we're tired of you know we're tired of that shit but um but get, 
one of you ladies that's bisexual that wants threesomes with two men and maybe you get off on those two men kissing or whatnot you know and um create the app there's space for it you know or i mean tender is right there it is right there i hear that tender is is a hookup app now oh it was never I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I've never been on Tinder. The last app that I was on was years ago, and it was Adam for Adam. And I don't even think that exists anymore. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah, it's still there. It's still around. Um, that was in college in the early 2000s. So it wasn't an app. You were on the website. Oh, well, yeah, the website, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, yeah. <laughs> don't be slick. <laughs> you couldn't let me have that one. You couldn't. No. 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 Because <laughs> you're like that? you're like 15 minutes older than me, and like that's you know, no. no <laughs> we used to have to hook up being hook up via carrier pigeon. <laughs> And ASL, shit. Yeah, exactly. And ASL, ASL. Meant, as hell, it meant age, sex, location, or American Sign Language. Yes, <laughs> depending on what chat room you were in. Yeah. <laughs> on the dial-up. <laughs> Hang up the phone. <laughs> scare, scare, scare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Oh, those I was almost days. there. Hang up the phone. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, dipping uh, back into politics real quick. Um, decision desk as of um, eight fifty four Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, they have called uh, the Pennsylvania Democratic. Senate primary uh, for John Fetterman. And CNN is already bashing Fetterman for Black issues. Called it. So it begins. Mm -hmm. Um, They better hope Barnett is not the Republican nominee. They better hope she's not. (laughs) Uh, Speaking, let's let's check in on that. Um, as of uh, 34 minutes ago with 8% reporting, what the fuck is happening over there in GOP land? Like, do we've got fucking races called and mm-hmm. y'all are over here with 8% in. Um, <clears throat> Kathy Barnett has 20%. Uh, Dr. Oz has 24 and uh, David McCormick is in the lead with 32% of the vote, um, but still that's 8% reporting. It's on 8%. So, but if those trends continue, and there's not a runoff in Pennsylvania, correct? Uh, not that I'm aware of, no. Yes, so if that trend continues, then it'll probably be McCormick being the Republican nominee. Um, so that should be interesting. That yeah. should be interesting. Um, so, so I mean, we'll 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 see what we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. I'm trying to see if there's another update on uh, Maddie. Co- oh wait, that thread went up to the top. Uh, 
Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's over. Uh, mm-hmm. Chuck Edwards is um, the GOP nominee for uh, North Carolina's 11th congressional district uh with uh 34 of the votes yeah uh just about 95 percent in uh cawthorn would have to win 55 to 80 percent of the remaining projected votes in order to uh be the nominee so um yeah hmm well, well, I'm Madison burned it all down. Yeah, he really did. Like burn, he, or, but I think he needs to continue to burn it all down. Like let everything out. Just tell I, I, all, I, everybody. Yeah, I feel like now <clears throat> that he has, um, now that he's no longer going to be a member of Congress, he's got absolutely nothing to lose no nothing Um, at all burn it all down madison but what this does mean is that uh the next time that maddie takes a loaded gun into the airport um he's not gonna get off so easy yeah he's gonna be arrested probably um yeah so, um, I I just hope that his cousin lover is there to comfort him tonight. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's gonna be a a long night in the uh, the Cawthorn house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that that's gonna be some pity sex. Hey, good or for some him. or some relief sex. At least he's hey. getting some sex. Right, right. Maddie's getting Maddie's getting laid tonight. He's, he's, um, he's, he's you know, some. good, good on him uh, yeah. for for having a a hubby and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Even though if it is his cousin, but he'll, allegedly. he'll allegedly he'll be the he'll be the chair of the log cabin Republicans this time next year. About yeah, he will be. Um, burn it down, the, Madison. Burn it all. That's right. Down. Burn it all fucking down. Um, what else is happening? Um, you know, I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. I think that one of those Midwest states are going to um, a Midwest state and another Southern state are going to flip roles in the next few upcoming elections. I just feel like that's going to happen. Okay. And that Southern state is going to be North Carolina. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think as populations are trending in different areas, I, I, yeah, I just feel like the whole electoral map makeup is just going to change big time. Yeah. And I think Texas is going to play a big role in that too. Don't oh, sleep absolutely. on Texas. Don't sleep on Texas. I'm just, I think Beto and Abbott are, are basically within the margin of error of each other still. I think so. So we'll... <clears throat> and we just had an issue with ERCOT basically saying that we have to put our ACs on 80 degrees and not uh-huh, uh-huh, and not um run our dishwashers or our washers and dryers and stuff because some of our power um 
stations and stuff here in the state are failing. And I thought they fixed the shit after that February freeze. Okay. Um, so, so I'm, I've got, I've got, I'm not, I, I don't have a lazy eye before I say what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm keeping one eye on um, election Twitter. Yes. Uh, I've, I've been off of my primary Twitter account for like a week and a half, um, focusing on um, another account for another show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've kind of been out of the loop, so to speak. Um, I pop in every now and then. Um, so I, I'm seeing a lot of something uh, that is uh, bothering me tonight mm-hmm. um, from people who are on, you know, our side, who are, who are Dems. Mm-hmm. Um, don't. You know, and this is this is something that we we have discussed in in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there is a lot of Kenyatta should have dropped out mm-hmm. talk tonight. Um, the race has been called. Yeah, it's over. Like, stop. Okay, this is this is where we are. Yeah, a bunch of should have put a with us. You know, but don't turn your ire towards a black gay man who was running for Senate. Mm-hmm. You know, what could have been a historic candidacy you're shitting on. Yeah. You know, you, you have to think about what your comments are saying to, you know, your gay friends. Mm-hmm. Your black gay friends. You know, I support you as long as you don't do anything that's against my interests. You know, it's it's over. OK, the Pennsylvania Democratic primary is over. John Fetterman is the nominee. You mm-hmm. don't have to like it. But that's, you know, but he that's is what it is. He is who the voters chose. Yeah. And then the voters of the state would choose between him and whoever the Republican nominee is. You yeah. know, it's just that's elections have consequences. Yeah. You know, um, and, and and if you're if you're not always fully engaged and voting in every, every election and then you don't get the results that you want, then that's not on the candidates. That's on you. Um, you know, there, there has been a lot of talk about Kenyatta. I've had my views about Kenyatta. Um, I know that he has likely or he did likely piss off the black voters in Pennsylvania with some stuff that he did there. Um, So he never gained traction. Um, I, I, um, you know, it's he'll live to run another day, you know. Um, But I just, you know, the race should have been between Connor Lamb and Malcolm Kenyatta that should have been the two people competing. Yeah. Period. Um, Fetterman should have never been in the race. However, you know, you, you, you deal with the cards you're dealt, even if it's a bad hand. Yeah. 
try to find a way to win. Um, yeah. I just saw the president came out and, you know, doing what he does. Congratulating Fetterman on, on, on his win. You know, I understand it. Um, Jamie Harrison did the same thing. But again, there needs to be, yeah. y'all, y'all need to. Look. A conversation needs to be had. It needs to be had. And he needs to come out first thing at some point, whenever he gets out of the hospital. Yeah. Take, take, take care of your health first, dude. Yeah. Because um, what's, what's going to piss me off is if he can't campaign and he, he can't get out there and do what he needs to do to canvas and knock on doors. And he said, you know what? For health reasons, I'm going to have to back out. That shit's going to piss me off. Yeah. And I don't know why I feel like that might happen. But I... I wonder, would there would there be like a, a, a special or... And would there have to be? A, I, I don't know if we've ever been in that situation before where if you were the nominee, I know we... I, I'm trying to think. Because didn't Paul Wellstone... Wasn't he on the ballot and passed away before? And then his wife, someone's spouse ended up going in and finishing something like that. But um, no, I think I think I feel like there was like in that circumstance, like they, they kept him on the ballot he okay. was on the ballot. Yeah. They ran the election. Yes. And then he won. And then they had a special, special election. election for. Yeah. And his made- wife stepped stepped in and do that okay 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 but yeah that i don't think that's ever happened before where someone has dropped out in the middle of the general election and say you know i can't do it yeah but again Um, if that happens that's going to piss off a whole bunch of people and then does someone become a write-in or does someone run as an independent mm, you know Mm -hmm. um but you know but to to blame Malcolm Kenyatta for what happened mm-hmm. um, reeks of blaming Oprah for Dr. Oz. I'm gonna need folks to stop doing that shit. Now that pisses me off more than folks going after Kenyatta. Yeah, and, and like, what Oprah got to do with Dr. Oz? Y'all act like y'all have never made bad decisions and have aligned yourselves or or introduced toxic people to other folks. You know who you've been sleeping with. Yeah. You know who you're friends with still. Like, Dr. Oz is Dr. Oz. So, if anyone needs to be blamed for Dr. Oz, is Dr. Oz. Yeah. Stop making Black women have to apologize for what the shit that other people do. Stop it. And I would be remiss to not talk about Buffalo. I, okay. You yeah. know, I'd be remiss to not talk about Buffalo. Um, it, it was sort of scary for me because I have family in Buffalo, New York. And so once I got news of it, my mom called and said, you see what happened up there? So she's like, "Call check on folks. So I had to check on my cousins um, and make sure that they were good. But it's, it's a, and, and just from like historical perspectives, like black people have always lived in terror in this country there's there has never been a moment in our existence in this country where we've been able to breathe 
you know, and fully relax. Um, I say the only time that we will have fun because we make light of a lot of situations. We know how to, you know, endure. Um, I, I say that the moments where we felt like we can kind of excel a little bit was the election of Barack Obama and going to see Black Panther in the theaters and we dressed up like, you know, we're from coming to America, like we're in Zamunda, you know, but there's always been a point in our, in our lives where we've had to think about, okay, are we going to be the victims of white terrorism or police brutality or, you know, any other form of violence brought onto us because of the way we, that we look? We can't, we don't feel safe in churches. And that goes back decades, centuries even. Um, the bombings of the, the churches in, in, in the South with the little black girls and all that stuff. Um, we don't even feel safe in our own homes because I, I was having this conversation with someone. I said, they used to throw Molotov cocktails into the homes of, of black people all the time and burn crosses in their yards. Or they will go into their houses and take someone out of the house and then go and lynch them or you know beat them and all that stuff. Emmett Till, like seriously. We still don't still feel safe in churches because of what happened in in South Carolina, where we're so welcoming of people that, hey, come on in, have a seat with us. We'll pray with you. And to be gunned down by someone that you just invited into your worship space, you know, that that's still triggering. And we already have an issue in many of our black neighborhoods of being in food deserts where there's like no grocery store within miles so we have a a store a black owned store in in the city where people are shopping older people are shopping elderly people are shopping and this guy goes out of his way to drive to the store writes the n-word on his gun targets black people puts his gun on a white guy and said oh i'm sorry and then proceeds to go and hunt down black people. And then you have people like Tucker Carlson and other white apologists saying it's a mental health issue. No, it's a racism issue. America has a race and a white supremacy issue that we have not addressed. And it became even worse with the election of President Barack Obama in 2008. And it got even more even more extreme after he was reelected and then it's become normalized. So for anyone that's, you know, asking black people, well, what do we, what do we have to do to heal? It's not up to black people. It's, it's, it's up to y'all white folks. <laughs> y'all got to get it together. Y'all got to talk to your cousins. Y'all got to have those hard conversations. Y'all got to do it. We're tired. <laughs> We're tired. <laughs> and and we're tired of smiling smiling through it we're tired and we're pissed off and we're hurt and we're tired of saving this country when we get spit in our face for doing that because people made these decisions that reverses the work that we're trying to do or that we've tried to do to become a better nation a more perfect union um so prayers to the people and the victims, families of those that were killed in, in Buffalo, New York, 
the 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 terrorist that did that needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law he will likely be charged with a hate crime and yes some of you black folks there we do have hate crimes that address the killing of black people <laughs> it's come on now stop being stop being so ignorant but um, I just I just had to say my piece about it. that's my first time fully talking about it because it, it it's it's a lot it's it's to be a conscious black person in this country is to be enraged all the time and I'm yeah I'm tired but you know as we always do we 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 lay down put our heads to our pillows rest get back up and shower wash our legs <laughs> entire body <laughs> and we go on about our day so but just be mindful be careful and um give give black people some grace this week if we're not all there mentally yeah. because we're not <laughs> um, we're not. our our friend on Twitter, uh, Miss Leisha Michelle, posted um, the other day that um, the easiest way for white people is if someone says something racist, the easiest thing that you can do is say, what did you say? Mm-hmm. Like the Lyft driver. Yeah. Simple. Hold, you all hold each other accountable. And then when shit like this happens, don't throw a black on black crime. There's no such thing. That's crime by proximity because we don't throw a white on white crime. Yeah. Also, stay on social media. Stay out of the comments of black people. Don't say not all white people. Thank you. Because that's that's you telling on yourself. Because if it didn't apply to you, you let it fly exactly like and, and another thing just because you may be sleeping with a black person does not give you the authority or the room to hop in black folks business and critique black people about yeah. how they're coping with stuff don't yeah. do that also don't if 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 you're called out on something problematic um don't tokenize your family members because that is textbook racism. Yes. My cousin married another person whose cousin's married to a black person. Don't yeah. no. Like don't don't, 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 I don't adopted black kids. Okay. There was a white woman, a white woman that adopted some black kids and drove them off a cliff. If 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 you adopted black children, what did you do to help them stay connected to the black community? Hmm. What did you do to learn how to properly learn how to show them how to properly care for their hair? Mm -hmm. Because it's not the same as white people's hair, you know? So what, what, what works for us won't work for black people. So if you mm -hmm. adopted black children, what is what do you what are you doing? Um, you know, the one thing that you can do is 
check your racist family members. Period. Period. I mean, call them out. Is that simple? Yeah. You know, it it goes goes back to, you know, 2016 when we were specifically told that, you know, this is the time for us to have the hard conversations. And we didn't. And look at what happened for four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, we are we as white people, not we as a country. Like this is not about the entire country. This is about us right now. Um, you know, and you know, we love to make everything about us. So this is this is a perfect opportunity to do that. Okay. This is an inflection point for us. What are we doing to make this better? Because it's not gonna get better until we do the work, until we make the effort, until we have the hard conversations until we start voting in every election like black women like black women do like put your action into your hashtag because a lot of y'all you know and somebody followed me on twitter the other day and their bio was a collection of hashtags that was it it was a collection of hashtags it was you know Vote like black women, BLM, ally, da 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 da. And I blocked them because that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. I'm t- we're tired of performative. We're tired of it. We need action. We need actionable results. And vote. And listen. Mm-hmm. Fucking listen. Listen. If somebody says that you're doing something that is coming across as racist, is coming across as problematic, listen and then say, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'll do better. That's all the fuck you have to say. That's it. I mean, don't teach your child to use a whip to go and knock on a black family's door and. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then when the black parents go and confront you about your child's behavior, you pull out a gun and nearly shoot yourself and your your daughter. Come on now. Racist as hell. Like there's if somebody is trying to teach you something, there is no need to be combative. You know, if you're uncomfortable, that means you're learning something. You don't learn. You don't learn or grow when you're comfortable. Yeah. You don't. When you're uncomfortable, you it forces you to make a change. Yeah, and it's you know it's not it's not going to be easy, and you know you're gonna fuck up, and you know learn from it. Hmm. I'm not going to say it's okay to fuck up because it's not, not not in this instance. No, like, like do better, consciously do better, but also do better consistently. Don't don't do it just for for clout on mm. social media. Um, that's performative and that's gross. Nobody likes that. You know, use it in your day to day life. Yeah. You know. Also, nobody's nobody's saying go out every time you see a black person. 
you have to apologize for everything that's happened in the last 200 years because yeah, we don't need you to do that shit because that, that that's performative too. Yeah. And we like, can sm- that's bullshit. Yeah. Just give us the same courtesy and respect that you give your fellow white people. Yeah. Cops. When we when 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 that hashtag Black Lives Matter came out about police interactions with black people. Yes, we know all lives matter. We know that. But specifically about black lives, we want you to actually give those unarmed black men and women the same courtesy and same respect and due diligence that you give to the white guys that go into churches or in grocery stores and gun down and shoot up black folks. Um, White people, if you see um, some cops giving black people a hard time walk over there mm-hmm. just stand there just watch say hey what's going on real mm-hmm. loud make your presence known that's that's the easiest way to de-escalate that situation mm-hmm. you know and if it doesn't de-escalate take your phone out record so an update Let's see, Dr. Oz is closing the gap on Dave McCormick in Pennsylvania. They have about 48% reported. Um, So Dave McCormick is at 32%. Mehmet Oz is at 30.2%. And then Kathy Barnett is at 23.2%. But she may be going to jail at some point since she was at the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. So, Um, you know... If Dr. Oz is the nominee, we may be able to pull this out. Then Shrek is probably going to win. Someone said Lord Farquaad versus Shrek. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> so, yeah. Have, have they officially called North Carolina yet? Um, for Cherry Beasley? No, no, no that oh, was no. that was ours. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Madison Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, I believe Dave Wagerman said he's seen enough, and everyone else is saying, "Yeah, he his goose is cooked." Yeah, they called it for Cherry Beasley like 15 minutes after the polls closed. Oh, yeah, that was. They a, were yeah. like, uh, "We have seen enough." Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. But yes. So let's see, Austin Davis. Okay. So Josh Shapiro and Austin Davis, I think I think they'll do good. I, I think huh. Austin Davis. He's the lieutenant governor nominee for Pennsylvania governor. For Pennsylvania. Lieutenant governor nominee. I'm trying to remember. Um because there were, there were like three or four people running for... Mm-hmm. There was a guy that had the plaid shirts all the time. He was running. That's uh, that's Brian Sims. He's he's yeah. a friend. <laughs> Brian Sims is a friend of the show and a friend of the network. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I couldn't think of his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> very handsome. Yeah. Yeah, very, very handsome guy. 
Apparently, oh. uh, he got him a little boyfriend on uh, while he was campaigning. Oh, uh, okay, let me. Boy. Yeah, uh, there was. He posted a picture to Twitter earlier. Um, okay, so. And and people, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> no, he honestly, he I'm really is. It's not with names. I promise. Like <laughs> I had to ask someone at work today. I said, "Hey, what's that? What's so and so's name?" Because they always say hi to me, and they say, "I'll say hi, Brandon. How are you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, how you doing, man? I don't know his name." And then they told me that, "Oh, his name is such and such." I said, "Oh, I'm probably uh, gonna forget." <laughs> yeah. But now, now I know. I don't feel bad because I've been feeling bad for like the past almost year not knowing this person's name and they go out of their way to speak to me and i would say hey what's up man how you doing how you doing <sighs> uh, when, when i was in when i was in retail um we we had a uh 90 day like probation period basically um oh. and after 90 days you either got fired or you were kept on um right. i made it I didn't learn anybody's name until they had been there past the 90 days because why? Yeah. So I, I, I feel you on that. Yeah, um, just, and, and as a, someone that, you know, taught, you know, and having to learn so many students' names over the years, like thousands of students' names, combined i was just like you know what fuck it <laughs> i just I, yeah at, at no longer teaching i'm like you know what whatever mm, who are you? okay okay yeah. Mm, okay yeah and if you continue to be in my circle then i'm going to you know and i right. interact with you on a daily basis then i want to make that conscious effort to know your name but if if not mm-mm. yeah um, otherwise it's like most most of those kids and you know 90 percent of them were like college and high school kids for the first three months they were there i would be like come here baby you're doing that wrong mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. fucking know your name i don't care come here sweetheart mm-hmm. yeah that's not it sweetheart <laughs> yeah yeah so it's that's, that time it's that time it's that time and what time is it it's 9.02 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Do you know where oh. your children are? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, some of y'all don't. Some of y'all don't. Y'all, y'all are too young for that. Too way um, too young. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that used to be a thing that they played on TV before the fucking 10 o'clock news came on. Yes. Um, and scared the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. But they should be in their bed sleep with their bad asses. They better be in right. their bed. You know that. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but it is hottie of the week time. Hottie, 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 hottie. Um, so last week, uh, we we did not have a vote. Um, you know, because it was it was obvious. Um, you know, it, it, almost every show last week uh, was was about the hottie of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least every show that we were on. And then uh, me. <laughs> And them cakes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. You know, send. I. Yeah. Okay. So Jesse Williams was hottie of the week, yeah. uh, last week. This week, uh, Brandon, since you are the reigning champion, uh, yes. you get to go first this week. So 
I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm going to pick mustached Chris Evans. God damn it. <sighs> Shit. Okay. Um, so my 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 pick last week. Um before it was decided that we were just going to do one, um, I decided I was going to keep this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my pick, and, and now I have to clarify, is no mustache, Chris Evans. God damn it. <laughs> so there you have it, listeners. Your choices this week are mustached Christopher Jamal Robert. Cleophas Evans, the third Esquire, mm-hmm. or <laughs> Peanut. Peanut. <laughs> or no mustached. Christopher Robert Jamal Cleophas Evans Jenkins, the third Esquire. Low Riri. Low Riri. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the vote is in your hands, people. Yeah. This should be I, fun. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I, shit, I, I can't even, I can't even call this one. Um, We're going to get cussed out. (laughs) Yeah, we really, we really are. And you know what? Okay. So it is, we are recording this uh, as you probably know now on uh, Tuesday night. Um, You know, obviously as we are talking about primary business uh, for this whole show, uh, I am going to put the poll up tonight um and going ahead and get this rolling um so y'all will have a head start on um on the voting um so then let's see we are almost at the end of the show so this airs on thursday um So Monday, there was an all-new episode of our show, It's Like This. Yes. Um, that, that was a fun show. That, that, that was, was, that was, that was our, a really fun show. That was fun. <laughs> um, special announcement uh, for that show. Um, there will now be... We, we announced that, um, you know, there was the, the weekly bonus episode, the after party, um, that's actually out right now, uh, as you are listening to this. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to that, um, there will be an extra version of the regular show. Uh, it's like this mm-hmm. that will be available on anchor and spotify exclusively um that has uh music yes um so that's uh that's gonna be really fun um the first episode of it's like this i the first second and fourth episodes um i'm going to put up tonight uh i I don't know what happened to the recording of the third episode. It's fucking, it's disappeared. Um, So uh, Spotify anchor will not have the third episode. uh, If you're, if you're looking for that. Um, 
So then Monday, Monday, there was also um, unapologetically, she dropped early. Um, Yes. They, they talked about uh, what happened in Buffalo uh, when they recorded on Sunday um, and they wanted to drop that episode early since that topic was still so fresh. Um, And then they, they dropped a bonus episode uh, today. Uh, with their post-production chat. Um, <clears throat> I, let's see, uh, Wednesday, um, Epi After Dark is out. Um, it's a new one from him. Uh, I haven't heard it yet, um, but I'm sure it's fantastic as all his episodes have been. Yes. <laughs> Um, today is Tuesday, tomorrow is Wednesday. I, um, I will be mostly absent, um, from social media. I have been major league in my fields this week, uh, because, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, the very last episode of my very first show, don't make this weird airs, um, so if you don't see me around much on uh, Wednesday, that is that is why um, I'm I'm a little sad. So <clears throat> um, definitely go listen to that. It was it was a fun episode to to record. We recorded it back in April um, in front of a mostly live Zoom audience. Brandon was there. I was. Oh, and uh, I forgot I was there. I was, <laughs> he did. I was like, Wait, we were, oh, that was it. Yeah. But that was fun. That was fun with Shantae. That was, yeah. Yeah. Shantae is the guest on that. Um, so then Thursday, there's this show. And also, uh, it's like this the after party is out today. And then um, Friday is an all-new episode of Voice Memos with Myron and Jen. Yes. And that is what we have got this week. You can't pay for better entertainment than this. That's true, because it's all fucking free. Free. (laughs) It's free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we really have, like, we have um, curated some some really really good um, shows. Yes. Um, on this network, uh, there's some really cool shit coming. Um, our friend Katie, uh, she has a show that comes out, I believe, in June. I think uh, so. It's a once a month show, Books and Bourbon. Um, the sneak preview, the Kentucky Derby edition um, is out now, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, check that out. Mm-hmm. There was also, there's a preview on like every show, I think. Um, yes. So just find your, find your favorite one of our shows and there's probably a preview for it there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is coming. Um, uh, I don't know. The the uh, radio station uh, is happening yes. in July. 
Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, there will be lots of talk about that coming up very soon. Uh, the official merch store uh, will be opening at the beginning of June. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we had planned that we put off until July. Because uh, <laughs> for the listeners at home, uh, we had a bunch of stuff planned uh, between May and July, and we put it all on hold until yeah. July. Um, Hmm. Oh, uh, there, uh, um, T Biggs, uh, has two new shows coming out, uh, next week, I believe, um, Border Crossing podcast, um, and, um, and Find Out podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, those are coming out next week or the week after, I believe. Um, Border Crossing is the 27th. Uh, no, and find out is on the 27th. And then Border Crossing happens on the 31st. Uh, okay. So, uh, and find out on the 27th. Uh, Border Crossing on the uh, 31st. Uh, those are going to be two really good shows. Uh, Biggs has got two really amazing um, co-hosts for those shows. Um, and then there, there isn't a launch date for it yet. Um, but there is a female counterpart to mm-hmm. this show um in the works yes um with two really amazing um hosts that uh, i'm super excited for uh they're going to be on wednesdays we will be on thursdays um so be on the lookout for that i'm excited about that one that's gonna be fun too and i'm actually excited about the crossover episodes that could come out of that so that's going to be amazing Um, amazing and you know here's here's a little teaser uh if you've if you've got some spare time um there has technically already been a crossover episode um if you can find it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you what it is um but it does exist it does uh, you just you've got to find it, um, and you know what? We're we're gonna make a a little game out of this. <coughs> the first person to find the first unofficial elites crossover episode and DM us on Twitter. Uh, the first person to do that will get to co-host this show with us next week. Yes. So uh, I will also um, drop a teaser for that on uh, Twitter tonight, Tuesday night. So uh, yeah, that's, that's all I've got. Brandon, do you have anything? No, I don't have nothing. 
I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go pee. Um, and I will talk to you uh, in, in a couple of days because we record. Um, it's like this on Friday nights. Yes, we do. Um, so Brandon and I are together all the time. All the time. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>